Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm Lisa Page, and this is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Welcome back. You're having a great day. I hope you had a great week last week. Thought I was going to get a little bit more backlash with my stance on the Super Bowl halftime show, but I only got two disgruntled messages, not 10 like I thought. <laughs> yeah, we're not even going to talk about that. I'm sick of seeing it pop up on my feeds, and I'm just over all of it. We had such an awesome weekend. Well, Saturday was good. Sunday was Stu and Ainsley's birthdays, and Stu was not feeling so great. And of course, the launch of his TV show happened on Monday, and he could not be sick for recording the show on Monday. So Sunday was pretty low-key. We ended up not going to church because he didn't feel good, and I had a lot of extra stuff I had to catch up on. So we watched it online. I know it's not the same as actually going to church, like being physically there, but I love that our church offers online options. So we just put it on in the kitchen and kind of like did our own thing. Stu ended up going to urgent care. He got a steroid shot. I swear steroid shots are the best. It's my answer to everything. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing that we do not have doctors of our own. Stu and I, we don't have our own doctors. We just go to urgent cares every time we get sick because we get sick so rarely ever. I get sick one time a year and knock on wood, knock on wood. It hasn't happened yet. Last year I got sick over 4th of July. It was right before 4th of July for a couple of days. I had a really bad bug, but honestly, I rarely ever get sick. And when you're a mom, you really can't get sick. You can't. So he got a steroid shot at urgent care and Ainsley ended up having her little friend Aniston come over in the afternoon and we took Ainsley and her friend and Zach and we met our good friends Eddie and Michelle at Hibachi for dinner. That's where I ate 900 slices of cake. It was great. I don't regret one bite. It was amazing. That was also the day that the kid at the bakery totally fucked up the cake. I mean, he obviously screwed it up. I waited almost 20 minutes for him to just write happy birthday. And then he gave it to me and it was completely effed, but I couldn't help but laugh. I I really could not help but laugh. He was probably 18 or 19. And what did I really expect from a 19 year old guy? I mean, listen, no disrespect and nobody needs to get offended, but a 19 year old guy is not going to have better handwriting than you know, a a woman. I'm sorry. I just said it. I just said it. (laughs) It is true. So we just had to laugh about it. When I got home, I showed Stu the cake. I'm like, I just, you know, I got a lot of messages. Y'all were like cracking up. And a lot of you were like, I would not pay for that. I would have returned it. But it was honestly just funny at that point. And the cake was $10. Who cares? And I'd wasted so much time at the grocery store waiting for him to write out happy birthday. I did not have time. I also had to make a mad dash past the Girl Scouts selling cookies because I don't want to hear about your cookies. And I think I got a couple of pissed off moms. They messaged me. They're like, you know, a simple no thank you would be nice. Or even if you dropped a couple dollars in the donation, you don't need to buy cookies. Well, one, I never have cash. And two, I just don't feel like looking these little girls in the eyes and saying, I don't want your cookies. I didn't hurt anybody by pulling out my phone and just pretending that I was talking to somebody. Not a big deal. Some of these Girl Scout moms need to relax a little bit. Anyway, I got home. We rounded up the troops and then we went to dinner. Ainsley was really excited because we got her one of those cute little like Fuji Polaroid cameras. I'll tell you though, the film is so expensive. I had to really sit down with Ainsley and say, listen, you just can't take pictures 
of nothing. It's, they've got to be good pictures. You cannot go upstairs and take a picture of your comforter. I don't want you taking a picture of the area rug. They've got to be like real pictures because this film is no joke. It's expensive. It's like $13 for 10 pictures. Thankfully, I went on Amazon and I ordered, I think, four packs of film for, I think, 35 bucks. So it was a little bit cheaper, but man, my kids are going to make us broke. Uh, Okay, so before we get into A Day in the Life, can we just please take a second and talk about this song? Because I cannot stop listening to it. And you know how certain songs just remind you of times in your life? Well, this song will always now remind me of like on Saturday night when Stu and I were driving to Flower Mound, Texas for dinner. Oh, it's new Justin Bieber, Intentions. Check it out. So funny story. I really thought at first, you know, before I saw the video that this story, this story, this song was written for Hailey Bieber. <laughs> yeah. No. You need to watch the video. Mm. It's really great. And so if you watch the video, the Alexandria House in California is a women's shelter and they help women get back on their feet. And they've received thousands and thousands of donations since this song aired. And I think it's so awesome. I really, I'm so excited for Justin Bieber, man. He has turned his life around. Yes. See, can't you tell? Can't you see how I would think this song would be about Hailey Bieber? So good. So good. Okay. Sorry. I know I normally do a song of the week at the end of the podcast, but I just cannot help myself. Maybe I'll throw on something at the end of this episode, but... Every once in a while, I get a question or two about what I do during the day, because as you know, or maybe you don't know, and you're new to this podcast or you're new to me, I know I've gotten a bunch of new virtual friends through Stu. It's so crazy to read messages from people that are now just finding me and like putting two and two together and realizing, oh my gosh, this is the wife of Stu. I listened to Stu on Glenn Beck and you are his wife. I did not know that. It's funny to me and I love it. I love, love, love hearing from uh, listeners that listen to his show, mostly because chances are they're like-minded like us. So y'all have a little bit of an edge, but Every once in a while, I'll get a message like, what are you doing all day? You're always on Instagram. Or, you know, how do you get all these shows done? You're on the radio. You're doing all these things with your kids. Like, how do you manage it? And I am so type A, it is ridiculous. Like, I live and breathe by a schedule. I am that person that has like a paper planner. I put my stuff in my iCal, but I also have to write everything out. I'm a post-its girl. I just like to see it in front of me. Uh, You might know that from just me having a food journal for the past 12 or 13 years. Every night I write down what I'm eating. And now I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing for Ainsley to see because she does sometimes 
watch like well she'll come into the room while I'm jotting stuff down and she'll say oh mommy you're writing well you're writing down what you ate today I don't know if this is good or bad for her to see we're not at that point where she sees me do this every night it's maybe once a week but I'm never writing down calories I just know in my head a ballpark figure of what the calories are of whatever foods I ate that day were I will be honest there have been a couple of occasions now recently that Ainsley will get out of the bathtub and, you know, she's getting dressed. She's got her little nightgown on and we're standing in front of her mirror. She's brushing her teeth and I'm combing out her hair. And she has made remarks like, mommy, my belly, my belly is not flat. Why is my belly so puffy? Look at my cheeks. She's made remarks like that. And hearing her say that broke my heart, broke my heart because I am not putting these ideas of you know, being a chubby kid in her head. I don't know where she's getting that from. I'm very body positive with Ainsley. Uh, I love that she knows that working out for me is a big priority. It's a big part of my life. I love that she comes to the gym with me. I love that she knows the trainers that I work out with. They've been to Orange Theory. They go to the gym with Stu. I think they know that we are intentional about working out and living a somewhat healthy lifestyle before bed One night last week, after she said that to me, I held her in my arms. We were sitting in her bed. And every night we read like a little passage from her devotional. And I just told her, I said, God made you. He created you the way he wanted to. You are beautifully and wonderfully made in his eyes. And when you speak badly about your body, you're hurting God's feelings. I think it resonated with her. There's a lot of ifs lately with Ainsley, but... You know, she looked at me with her big blue eyes and they kind of welled up a little bit. It was a moment. And then I proceeded to sing, you are my sunshine, because that's our song. And she gets just so emotional. I don't know about your daughter, but this age is just very emotional. My daughter, I mean, one minute she will be laughing hysterically. And then in a split second, she's crying hysterically. Oh, this just makes me so anxious for when she's actually a teenager. (laughs) But overall, okay, I totally went off on a tangent. Overall, Stu and Ainsley... They both had great birthdays. I got a picture of both of them. Like I had it framed and everything. There's this awesome app. It's called Keepsake. And you can send them pictures right from your phone and pick frames to go with the pictures, any size frame. And they do it all for you and then send it to you in the mail. It's the easiest. It's the easiest thing ever. It's for lazy people like me. So back in December, I had this picture of Stu and Ainsley walking together in matching plaid shirts. It's the sweetest damn thing you've ever seen. They're holding hands and we were on our way to the McKinney Christmas weekend. It was right after Thanksgiving and they were walking together, holding hands in their little matching black and red plaid shirts. And Ainsley was wearing her high top glittery sketcher sneakers. It just made for the best picture. It's actually such a pretty picture. The frame and everything, it's like this distressed wood. I love it. I really kind of want to keep it for our house and not give it to Stu to bring into work, even though that was initially what I got it for. But he has an office upstairs at their studios and nobody ever goes to his office. So that's kind of a waste. I feel like we should find a nice spot on our wall somewhere in our house and hang it. All right, so moving right along, a day in the life of Lisa Page. This is the most riveting episode you're ever going to hear because my life is so interesting. It's not all that interesting, but I think 
my life can be very relatable to your life. And I love it when the people I follow do a a day in the life of, whether it's a YouTube video or they do a podcast episode on it, like Shalene Johnson, I'm always listening to her podcast. She just does such great self-development and she just gives you these little pep talks that you need. If you have not followed her, you need to. Shalene Johnson, and I'm actually going to write this down so I can post it in my show notes. She's got, she's got a build your tribe podcast. She does these car episodes when she's in her car, just kind of like, you know, and they're off the cuff, shorter episodes, but I love that she's just breaking out her phone and doing a podcast on her phone. So Shalene Johnson, this will be in the show notes anyway. Um, so basically how my day rolls out Monday through Friday, as you know, I'm super anal about what I'm doing, where I'm going, just like, you know, hour to hour, I kind of have everything broken down and that's just my personality. It's also where a lot of my anxiety stems from, you know, if I have my day all laid out and then something unexpected or last minute comes up, I have been known to freak out a little bit. Ask my poor husband, bless him. Typically all of my days are kind of the same. (laughs) My alarm goes off at six o'clock. I have been setting it to 5.45 lately. So I'm actually up by six. I can hit snooze a couple times and then get up at six. And I go into the kitchen. I turn on my Keurig. Then I turn on the TV. I go to the news. I go let Piper out of her crate. I let the dogs outside. We come back in. I have my coffee. I watch probably 10 or 15 minutes of the news Then I go upstairs and wake my kids. Now, Alexa, that is her job, but they don't seem to wake up when she wakes them up. So I have to go in, like turn on all the lights, all that crap my mom used to do when I was in school and I hated it, like tear the comforter off me, you know? So I'm like freezing, turn the lights on real bright. Like that's what I have to do with my kids because it takes them a minute, especially Ainsley. Oh my gosh, takes her so long to get out of bed. So I I do need to get better about waking them up earlier, which means I really should be waking up a little bit earlier. Honestly, like ideally I should be getting up at 5.30. So by latest 6.15, I can get them up because my kids don't like to rush in the morning. They're so slow. They're like turtles. Everything's so slow. They're moving slow. Takes a minute for them to process like what day it is. Where are we going? Is it a school day? Like, thank the Lord they have to wear uniforms or could you imagine my life? Could you imagine? So finally they will get up, I don't know, around 6.30. Oh, lately it's been like 6.45 and that's why they've been late the last couple of days, but this is all my fault. Anyway, they get up, they come downstairs and our go-to breakfast every morning, pretty much they like waffles. We'll do the birch bender pancakes in a cup. These are new. You can get them on Amazon. They're on my Amazon favorites link which is in my profile, but they're really easy. You throw in a tablespoon of water, mix it up and then nuke it for 60 seconds. They love these. They're like pancakes on the go. They're good for them. They're low sugar. That's one option. Ainsley's definitely more of a cereal eater than Zach. And if he does have cereal, he's boring and he never wants milk in it. Ainsley, of course she's my messy child. So when I give her milk in her cereal, I'm like, eat it over the bowl, please. Can you not watch Bella and the Bulldogs in like scooping up your cereal with the spoon and it's not by your face and you're spilling it all over your lap? Can you please avoid that? (laughs) 
It's literally the conversation I have with her when she has cereal and she's getting better at it. I'm a basic mom when it comes to breakfast. I'm not one of those moms that can get up early and make this 12 course breakfast for them with the eggs, the bacon, all of it. Like, no, 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 it's not for me. It never has been and it never will be. Like the extent of my breakfast making efforts is Birchbender's pancakes. That's about as crazy as I get in the kitchen. It's probably the one or two times a month I use my stove. <laughs> so they have their breakfast. Then I'll ask them if they want to buy or they want me to make them lunch. We have a private chef at our school and he makes some really good stuff. And I love that he varies up the menu. They eat better than we do. They eat better than I ever did when I was in school. And I like that they're you know, exposed to different types of food. Like my kids would not normally eat beef carnitas with guacamole, but they will at school because they see their friends eating it. So I just let them choose. I honestly would rather have them buy because I hate packing their lunches. I know this podcast is making me sound like a lazy AF mom, but that's the truth. The reality of it is they get really great meals at school and if they want to buy, they can buy. So whatever they decide, we'll just go with. I throw their water bottles in their backpacks and we're off to school. School's about... Mm, seven minutes from our house. So we get to school. I drop them off. Thank the Lord Jesus for drop-off lines. It's like a whole new world when your kids go to school and you can just drop them off and pick them up and you do not need to be social with anybody. You can be in your car, in your pajamas, in your bathrobe with no bra on. Nobody needs to see you. You just drop the kids off. So once I drop them off, I usually will make a phone call or two on my way home. Most of the time it's my friend Regina or my friend Brittany Sometimes it's my mom or dad, but I always like to talk to somebody on the way home. I don't know why. It's like my thing. Mondays and Wednesdays are my long recording days. That's recording the radio show. It's doing liners. It's doing spots, pre-recording the sponsors for the following week, voice work, all of that fun stuff. I have really tried to keep those days as my longer days, which is awesome. And most of the time, everything goes according to plan, um, which is great because then it leaves me Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Um, to do other things. My schedule is kind of open. Whenever my girlfriends are like, do you guys want to do something? You want to get lunch? I'm always like Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday. Those are my days. So that's kind of the gist of my Monday, Wednesday, Tuesdays, like I said, and Thursdays and Fridays. I'm usually working out right after I drop the kids off. So they get dropped off around 745. And from there, I'll usually go right to Orange Theory for that 830 class. And then I wrap it up at 930. And from 9.30, you know, oh, look who's in the room. Ainsley, say hi. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm doing my podcast. Podcast. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm just hanging around. You what? Just hanging around. You're just hanging around? I'm telling my friends what my schedule is during the week. Do you like going to after school care on Mondays and Wednesdays? Yes? No? Don't act like you don't like it. Yeah. Because when I pick them up... They don't want to leave. leave. Yeah, you like it because you have friends. Well, I don't like it when I have to go when I get, when I think I have a free time to play Roblox. Oh, that was not nice. <laughs> well, it's not okay. fun. Okay, hey, you are seven now. We don't talk, especially because we're on the radio right now. Okay, you're being silly. I can't have you in here when you're acting. But like mommy, this. what? I wanted to tell you a fact about chocolate. She oh, a fact about chocolate. Well, if you're telling me, tell my friends too. Okay. And so... Talk like a seven-year-old. I don't want to. Okay, well, then you can't talk. No, I don't. I don't want to tell it that. Oh, well, go. Just tell me. Fine, 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 fine. Quick. So... Um, talk like a I baby. I know. <gasps> so when your kids go to school, 
Um, they have to eat lots of chocolate, then they can get all the answers right. What? Dude. Lots of chocolate. You're acting like you just had five pounds of chocolate. Well, actually, I just saw a lot of, uh, a video that's sent at the last of okay. the title. Okay. Um, all right. True facts about chocolate. Okay. I will be right out to help you. I'll be right okay, out to right. Hold, please. I'll be back. Oh, <gasps> good Lord. I don't know if it's this age or what the deal is with Ainsley, but I'm constantly telling her to talk like a big girl. I don't know. When her, she has her friends over, I know they all play dolls or they play house and they act like they're babies, but like I'm over this freaking baby talk, really. Anyway, yeah, so getting back. So um, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I go work out and then usually I come home and I clean because I love to clean. I love to clean. We have our house cleaner come every other Tuesday, but in between I'm a vacuum fiend. Like it's my therapy. Seriously. I love vacuuming. I do it every single day. I own several sharks. Yes. We have the Dyson animal eight and I love that too, but it's not functional for like everyday vacuuming on carpets and stuff, but it is fantastic for dog hair, crumbs, like debris, a quick cleanup. Like that's what you want, the Dyson animal. But as far as just like heavy duty cleaning, sharks are the way to go. And I still stand by the cheaper one of all of them, the Navigator Upright Canister NV70. That is my favorite. It doesn't have the lights, but it's got the swivel. It's got crazy suction. And I own three of them. I'm obsessed with the uprights. I hate liftaways, hate them. So I will usually come home on those days and I'll vacuum, I'll clean, I'll make the beds. I just like having a clean house all the time. It's unrealistic to think the house will be clean every moment of the day, but at least when I'm home and the kids are at school, I like that everything's got its place and it's clean. And I was never raised in a house that was always clean because I was always cleaning the house. My mom is just, we love memes. She's not the cleanest So I grew up, I don't know where I got this cleaning gene from, but even when I was a kid, ask anybody, like all I did was vacuum and obsess, like crazy obsess over the vacuum rug lines. (laughs) That's a thing. And every once in a while, I will forget on the kids for stepping on the rug lines upstairs, which is so dumb because they're kids and they have no idea that rug lines, vacuum rug lines are very important to me. So after I'm done cleaning like a freaking maniac, I will take Piper for a walk. Usually it's about a two mile loop that we do. Lately it's been so crappy out and so cold. It sucks. I have a lot of dog mom guilt. Um, Luckily she goes to like a doggy day camp on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But today she's actually at another camp just because it's so crappy out. It's so cold and I can't take her for a walk, but I feel guilty leaving her home all day. She's a big dog and needs exercise. So at least I know she's having fun with her little dog friends. But normally... I will at some point during the day find the time to take Piper for a walk. Uh, And I love the time that we have together because we get to see the cows and I also get to see all the new construction that's happening around us. It's fun, fun, fun. Then I'll have lunch normally and that is either, mm, depends on what I have, but lately it's been the Beyond Burger, which I'll just make in a skillet and then I'll throw a topping on it and 
I'll do like quest chips or I'll, I'll do like a small salad or sometimes I won't have anything at all with it. I'll just eat that. And then I have like something sweet because I always need a sweet treat. And lately I've been grabbing the mini cones from Trader Joe's. They're only like 83 calories a piece and they're perfect. It's a little ice cream, a little chocolate. You got the crunch from the cone and then I'm good to go. And by this point, it's probably close to like 1.30 or 2. Then I'll get ready, believe it or not. <laughs> I'll actually take a quick shower. I'll do my hair. That's why on Instagram... I always have to give you like a timestamp of when I'm really dressed for the day because normally it's at like two o'clock and then I pick my kids up at 3.15. So sometimes I'll get to school a few minutes early and meet up with some of the other moms and we'll wait in the cafe for the kids. And then usually when the kids come out, we, if it's nice, all of us will go to the playground. And I mean, there have been days where we'll stay at the playground till almost five o'clock and so that's kind of the routine with the exception of like, if Zach has a baseball practice or on Mondays, like Monday nights, we've been going to basketball practice at six. So I'll get them at like five fifteen, five thirty, And then I'll quickly run through a Chick-fil-A drive-through and then we go to basketball practice. And then by the time that's over at seven, we get home, it's eight o'clock homework, you know, baths, showers. And then I try and get them to bed by nine, but I definitely need to make a more conscious effort of getting the kids to bed earlier than nine because they're exhausted in the morning and it's exhausting trying to get them up in the morning. And that also falls on me because now I need to start getting up earlier in the morning, which means I need to not be going to bed at midnight. Stu's trying really hard to get on this new schedule with his TV show. So he's been going to bed at 10 and waking up at four, but 10 o'clock is like a little too early for me. It's just like, I find that if I go to bed too early, then I get up multiple times during the night and I can't fall back to sleep. And then I'm, you know, it's a recurring cycle. I'm just always tired the following day from getting up a million times the night before. There's gotta be a happy medium somewhere, but right now in this season, I need to respect Stu's new earlier bedtime, which I know it's very hard for him to get used to too, because both of us stay up till midnight every night. It's not ideal for the next day because <laughs> we're both so tired. But by the time we get the kids down to bed and he gets done with his phone calls or whatever, like we do kind of want to hang out and catch up with each other. And during the day, it's just really impossible. We check in maybe once, if that, sometimes I don't talk to him all day, but that's just the way it is for now. I have a notebook that I carry with me. Not all the time. It's usually just out on the counter. So if I'm home and I'm watching something or I'm listening to something or an idea pops into my head, I will jot it down because Whatever it is, I can always use it for the radio show or I could use it for a future podcast or maybe there's a product that I found that I want to look into. There's always something. And when I jot it down, even like one word, I'll remember it and then I'll apply it to whatever I'm doing, you know, at that point, a podcast, a radio show, it'll go towards show prep, maybe for a show in the future. Maybe it's something I can put on Facebook and kind of generate a conversation and see where that leads. There's tons of stuff that comes off of my Facebook, specifically the private group, Lisa Page made me do it. I just think these women are on it, man. They're always bringing something new to the table. And as a matter of fact, this came up the other day, our handyman, Kyle, his wife, Miranda posted this frantic message saying that she lost her wedding ring. It went down the drain and she was just, I mean, I could feel, I could feel her freaking out just from 
the words she used to describe what happened. And her husband, Kyle, I swear to God, he's the best. He's like my second husband because he does everything Stu does not want to do. He does it. Kyle, there's never been a job I've given him that he wasn't able to complete or do. He's amazing. Miranda's so lucky to have a husband that wants to do this stuff and is actually really good at it. <laughs> but Miranda then updated everybody on Facebook and said, you guys won't believe this. Kyle went down and sat by like the sewage drain for hours in the rain and waited for the water to flush out. And when he couldn't find it in there, he came back home and he was playing around with the pipes in our tub and fished my ring out. And it's funny how we process this kind of stuff because Kyle told Miranda, he didn't really think it was a big deal. Like it's just a ring. And Miranda's like, it's not just a ring. You don't even understand. And I understand Miranda's attachment to her ring. If I lost my rings, I would freaking go berserk. Like I, no amount of Xanax would be able to calm me down if that happened. Oh my gosh. So I could feel Miranda. And then, you know, just by that post, it led me to ask on my Facebook page and on Instagram, what have you ever lost that was of value to you? And honestly, most of the stories, 99% of the stories were from you messaging, telling me the same type of deal. Like you lost your, your ring or some of you got it back. Thankfully, some of you lost it forever. And all of us, I feel like we all feel the same way towards our rings and there is just sentimental value in our rings. So I feel you. I feel all your stories. I got you. So that might be a topic at some point in the next couple of weeks that we can discuss further. Obviously, if you have a story, it doesn't have to be related to what I'm talking about now, but I encourage you to please call my Skype line. I love, love, love getting messages. And maybe I just need to start you know, sending stuff off to you. Those of you who, who call and if I play your call back, I will send you something. That might be a good incentive for y'all to pick up the phone and call me. So my Skype line is 972-890-9467. It'll be in the show notes. Next week, my friend Lindsay, my Bible friend Lindsay will be on with me. I think we're talking about mom rage. <laughs> which is awesome. It is such a great topic. If you've ever felt triggered by your kids and you've just freaking gone off on them. Oh my gosh. That's happened to me several times. And I feel like the worst mom on the planet. Oh, last week, I'll tell you a story right now. Last week, Ainsley was goofing around. She wasn't taking her homework seriously. She was sitting on the stool. Then she would stand up, not stand up. She'd get on her knees and she was just, you know, not listening. It was just really hard for her to focus one night last week. Stu was away. I think he was in DC, but I was flying solo. And this is probably the fourth or fifth day I had been with the kids. And she just was not settling down. She could not calm down. And I was getting aggravated with her because she wasn't taking anything seriously. And all of a sudden the stool flips back and she falls on the floor. And I'm like, get up to your room. Like a freaking psycho. I'm like, I don't want to see you go to your room. Like flames coming out of my face, my mouth, my eyes. I don't want to see you. I know I scared the daylights out of her. So she goes upstairs. And now I'm just like at that point where I'm freaking swearing to myself and I'm out loud, not out loud, but like whispering out loud, loud. Why is she being so annoying to me tonight? Why? Why is she sticking it to me tonight? Yeah. So later that night, I really felt like horrible. Like I didn't even want to go back and look on our little security cameras in our kitchen. And I could not even bring myself to play back that moment from earlier because I did not want to see, I did not want to face the video of me 
looking and sounding like a complete psycho to my kid. But I've been there. I've been there. And so far, we're up to over 35 comments on this. So feel free to chime in. If you are a part of the Facebook group, there is the thread. I'm going to actually, I'm going to move it up to the top so you can get that right when you get on the Facebook page. But again, if you are feeling the mom rage and you just need to vent or you want to tell us a story and make us feel a little bit better, I feel like the sharing of these stories will work wonders on our emotional states, to be quite honest. So mom rage, mom guilt, let us know. You can email me, Lisa at Lisa Page Made Me Do It. You can always message me through Instagram at Lisa Page Made Me Do It. Again, the Skype is 972-890-9467. As always, I love and appreciate you. Thank you so much for those of you who have liked and shared and subscribed and reviewed and all of it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm a little jealous that Stu already has more reviews than me and he's only had a podcast for two weeks. So no pressure, but step it up, ladies. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, let's get into the song of the week. We did Justin Bieber with intentions. Should we just kind of finish out the show with intentions? I mean, why not? Let's do it. so much again for listening to Lisa Page Made Me Do It, the podcast. I'll talk to you tonight on the radio. There goes another ad tonight on the radio. And next week, right back here, same time, same place. Have the best week ever. And I'll talk to you probably on Instagram. Ciao.